Hello and welcome to the Empowered Women's Project, a podcast and community made by women for women to help you live your best life and reconnect you back to the things that really matter. Today, I am sharing a piece of a workshop that I taught recently uh, around raising healthy families. Now, for those of you that don't know me, I'm a mama of three. I have an eight, 10 and 12 year old and the parenting journey has been one of the most rewarding and most challenging journeys of my life. and I wouldn't trade it for a heartbeat. But what I am sharing in this workshop is five strategies or five tools that you can use whether you have little ones or teenagers to be able to create a deeper connection and relationship with your children, to open up those conversations. And in my mind, raising healthy families, it's not just around nutrition, it is around the quality relationships and conversations. Because I know as my children get older, I want to be the person that they can come and talk to, that they don't feel scared or wrong for sharing their truth or maybe something that they've done that they're not proud of. And just how to navigate that journey and things that you can start doing now, regardless of the ages of your children, whether you're a mama, an auntie, or a grandparent listening or a mama to be just to get that insight because this kind of stuff is not what we're taught. We don't learn about this in school. There is no school for parents. This is something that I think everyone needs to know and understand. And what I share, it might sound really simple, but it is so powerful. I can't wait to hear your takeaways. Let's jump in. Thank you, Michelle, and welcome everybody. I'm so grateful to be on the line and sharing a little bit of my wisdom with you. I think I remember back when I first, you know, found out that I was going to be a mama. I have three children. There are eight, 10 and 12, a little girl and two boys. And there was that part of me that was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And how am I going to figure out what to do? And I think as a parent, whether you have your own children, maybe you're a stepmama or a, you know, an auntie or something like that, if you don't have children of your own, I think we all just hope that we don't stuff it up. And um, one of my, my biggest lessons, you know, I think in raising healthy families, you know, we're going to hear from some other amazing women tonight too. But I think when I think about the, the children that I want to raise and the family I want to raise, I want to have beautiful connections with my children so that as they get older, they want to hang out with me, that we, that I can be that mom, that we have really meaningful conversations um, together. Um, I remember growing up and, you know, some of my girlfriends, their mom was the, the cool mom. Everyone would go tell her everything, but they wouldn't speak to their own moms. And I'm like, I want to be that mama. Also in saying that, um, you know, I'm very passionate about raising health, healthy, natural families. And so um, actually tonight we have a special gift. This is my book, Raising Healthy Families in Unhealthy Times. And it's kind of the book that I wrote that I wish that I was given when I was, you know, planning my first pregnancy. And so, you know, really excited. We're going to be giving this away as kind of a special gift to one lucky person on the line tonight as well. But the tips, I've got five um, strategies that you can start to implement, whether you have little people or big people, to be able to create a deeper connection and relationship with your family. And it's something that in my family, it's it's been something we've done from the get-go, but I've seen it work beautifully in families as things shift and change to be able to really create a beautiful connection and communication, which I think is really important. 
So I think the, the first thing I would say, and this is something that I learned as I had went from one to two to three children is first tip is make sure that you have one-on-one -on -one scheduled time with your little ones or big ones. Because as, as we know, we know this saying, how do you spell love to a child? It's T-I-M-E, right? And, um, you know, I, you, know, you would know what children love to do with you. And so sometimes for me, it's even just having that quality time is going to the grocery store with one of my kids. It doesn't have to be this big elaborate date, but it's just the two of us hanging out and I'll make a really big deal and be like, oh my gosh, I love having Bodhi time. It's so special. Like you're so amazing and just really pour into them. So we could be just doing chores or we could just go do something that fun that they love. But I always, this thing is not existent. I am a hundred percent focused with them and they don't need a lot of time, but it's presence. And when they feel that, then their little heart is going to be so full and then they'll go off and play. But when you're, when you're missing out on that, what I see when there's challenge and frustration is and in families, children are playing up because they're not getting the quality time that they deserve and that they crave from you. So that's my first thing. The second thing that I would say is you want to make a habit of acknowledging your children. So acknowledging their gifts, acknowledging them helping out, not just to them, but publicly. So, um, you know, on each of our children's birthdays, when we have our family around, we'll have them at the end of the table and each of us will share something that we love and that we're proud of them, you know, how we see them making a difference. And you just see that little chest puff up. But you can do special occasions like that, or it can be more of a, you know what, honey, I saw this afternoon when you were really tired, you still helped do your chores. And I just want to say thank you. And you were so helpful because you helped, you know, you helped Zara when she was getting really upset. That was really special and doing public acknowledgement. And again, that's just giving them that affirmation that they are enough, that you know who they are matters and that you see them, which I think is really, really important. Um, the next thing that I think is super important as a parent is share stories with your children about when you were young. So like when my kids were little, little, like kind of five and under, they just love story time, right? But as they start to get that little bit older, it's so amazing how powerful it is for you to relate when you felt that way, when that happened for you, whether it's your first day of school, whether it's, you know, um, having a, a friend upset you, whether it's someone um, maybe telling a story about you that's not true, whether it's your first breakup, whatever that might be. It's so powerful because then they go, oh, you were just like me, you understand versus trying to coach them on what they should be doing, actually relate to them and tell them stories around how you totally get it. So for example, my eldest, he's, he's 12 and girls, you know, are starting to become a topic. And I'll never forget, he, um, he came home from school one day and he's like, mom, mom. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? And he ran and said, I need to talk to you. I'm like, okay, all right. And he, we go into his room and he's like beaming. And I'm like, what's up, buddy? And he's like, uh, such and such asked me out at school today. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. Like, what did you do? And, and I'm like, okay, pretend you're her and I'm you. And, and we totally reenacted it. And he, and the next thing it was like, oh my God, like it was just, it was so beautiful. And I think about when I was growing up, I have a great relationship with my mom and dad, but we never spoke about that. Like not, not happening. And so you know, as, as things have progressed and he's getting that little bit older, he's coming to me and he's like, so what was it like when you had your first boyfriend? And I, and I would tell him about things in the playground and whatever. He's like, oh my gosh, that happens to me too. And so there's just this really beautiful connection. So it's the stories that you can tell when someone hurts you or whatever it might be that they get to connect and relate. And yeah, I love Janae saying, I still love listening to the stories of my parents. I totally agree. Like I love it when mom and dad will share when they first met or something crazy that happened when they were younger and going out. So I think that's a really beautiful thing that you can do. And again, it's just forging those stories and just that sacred little things in your family that just create magic moments, which I think is so beautiful. Um, the next thing that I wanted to share with you is I'd love that you start to connect uh, like having a privilege that a child might have to responsibilities. So that, you know, they might have the job of the wheelie bins or unpacking the dishwasher or whatever it might be and connect that to a privilege that they get to do or have or go to or whatever that might be. So for us, we've got family movie night on a Friday night and the, our team, we, I call them my team because it's like, come on team, let's do this. My family are my team. And if they miss out or they don't follow through on their responsibilities in the week, they know that they miss out on family movie night. So there is some accountability there. So I really encourage you as your children start to get older, that you know you definitely want to connect their privileges to being responsible because let's face it in real life we don't just get everything handed to, to us on a platter we need to we, we talk to our children about um pay now and play later you need to kind of do the work and then you get to enjoy the rewards of it so that's my my next tip. and the last one is when there's a time that you need to discipline your children what you want to make sure you do is that you remove them from, don't make the, the discipline about them. It's about their behavior. So don't make them wrong. It's the behavior that we don't really tolerate in this family, that that's not okay. Would you agree? So that they realize that you love them no matter what, but, but that behavior of hitting or yelling or, you know, lying or whatever it is, that just doesn't work in this family. And so what can we do differently next time? When we can do that, be gentle on them. Because sometimes what's happened in the past, and I, I know as I started to learn and understand this, your child might break something and they tell the truth that they did it and then we get angry, right? Rather than going, thank you for your honesty. I really want to acknowledge you for that but you are mucking around and I want to address this behavior. So not making them wrong when they actually tell the truth, because otherwise we can set up a pattern where, you know, they can start to, to lie um, because they just don't want to get into trouble. So we always make that okay as well. So I guess just in recapping, first of all, spend quality one-on-one -on -one time with your little ones. That's all big ones because <laughs> they all, they love it. Um, the second thing, make a habit of acknowledging your children, not just to them, but publicly within the family. Um, share stories, number three, about what it was like for you 
and the, the children will learn through that. And even if it's teenagers and they're going through a breakup, talk about your past experiences. Like it's so powerful or how you felt about your body or whatever it might've been. Um, number four, connect privileges to responsibility. And number five, you want, when you do need to discipline, separate the behavior from the person, from the child. And those things I think will really set you up so well to have a beautiful connection in your family and raise your family as well as you possibly can. And, you know, what I think is most powerful is you go first. And if it hasn't been that way of how you've wanted it to be for some time, you can change that in a heartbeat. You can sit down and have a family conversation to say, hey, I know maybe I haven't been speaking to you the way I would have liked and I'm not proud of some of my behaviours and I just want to say I love you and I love to do better and I'd love to share a story about and just start bridging the gap. And if you've got little, little people, then it's perfect because you can start literally from the beginning as well. So I hope those pieces of advice were helpful for you in some way. I know when I started to really understand this and start to implement this with my kids, I saw such a difference in their behavior, in the quality of conversation, and even their willingness to come forward to me and share things that they weren't proud of, things that they were worried that they might get in trouble, and just to come from that place of understanding or tell stories about when I was younger, where I made some not so great choices as well, and particularly around you know, disciplining the behavior, but not making the person wrong because people can really, um, you know, I speak to people, adults now, where they're formed an identity based upon what people have said about them when they were kids. And we have to be really mindful of the way we communicate with our kids because that shapes their beliefs and how they see who they are. So for those of you that would like to, de- to get a copy of my book, you can go to kategolay.com forward slash book. And I've got some information there about raising healthy families. And it is something that I'm so passionate about. And I hope that you've been able to get some sort of value. I would love for you to share in our show notes as a comment, maybe one thing, one takeaway that you have already maybe implemented. I've had feedback from mamas that literally implemented some of the things that I shared that the same evening and they already saw a difference in their relationship with their children which is just so so special so to learn more about our amazing community empowered women's project you can go to empoweredwomensproject.com and if you got value from today's podcast i would love you to either share it with someone you care about that might be going through some challenge and struggle with their kids because this could absolutely help or head across to itunes and subscribe and give us a five-star rating because the more people that know about our message the more people we get to empower Until next time, have an amazing day.